0: Of treatment notes, patient diaries, and transcripts of sessions that had been tape-recorded over a period of eleven years. Schreiber was a pack rat who never threw away a scrap. After she died in the late 1980s, her papers, including the Sybil therapy material, were archived at John Jay. For a decade after Schreiber's death, Sybil's real name and whereabouts were unknown to the public, and to protect her privacy. Librarians sealed her therapy records. But in 1998, two researchers accidentally discovered a piece of paper that revealed her real identity, and, following up on that information, they learned that she was dead. The John Jay papers were unsealed, and today researchers can find disturbing conversations in them, such as the hypnotherapy session just cited. Many describe how Sybil's mother perpetrated sexual assaults and other atrocities on her when she was as young as three years old. Trauma's so horrible that the little girl was said to have pushed them out of her consciousness for decades, until she saw a psychiatrist. Mama was a bad mama, Dr. Wilbur declares in the transcripts. I can help you remember. But countless other records suggest that the outrages Sybil recalled never happened at all. Dr. Wilbur had helped her patient do something, these records suggest, and for a very long period of time. But whatever that behavior was, it can hardly be called remembering. What was it, then, and why did it enthrall not just psychiatrists in charge of creating new diagnoses, but ordinary people all over the world, and especially women? Is there anyone in America who does not remember what started it all? Just in case, here is the abridged version of Sybil. One cold day in winter 1956, a shy and painfully anorexic graduate student in the pre-med department at Columbia University stands outside her chemistry classroom waiting for the elevator. The next thing she knows, she is on a freezing, snow-swept street in a city she doesn't recognize. Eventually, she figures out it's Philadelphia and that between the elevator and the snow, five days have passed, days for which the young woman, whose name is Sybil Dorset, are in utter blank. Sybil catches a train back to New York to see Dr. Wilbur, her steely but superbly kind and caring Park Avenue psychoanalyst. Dr. Wilbur mothers, medicates, and hypnotizes her patient, tirelessly attempting to dredge up memories of the forgotten childhood trauma which she assumes provokes Sybil's flights to other cities. The Philadelphia trip is not the first time Sybil's mind has shattered. Though she doesn't realize it, she is possessed by so many inner personalities that they need a family tree to keep themselves straight. There are a whimpering toddler, a depressed grandmother, a pair of unruly, prepubescent boys, and two saucy grade school girls named Peggy Lou and Peggy Ann. With unpredictable frequency, these alters take turns suppressing Sybil's main personality— as they emerge to control her behavior in chilling ways. A young female personality keeps trying to commit suicide, which would, of course, kill Sybil. The toddler cowers under furniture, sobbing with incoherent terror. This psychic splitting has been going on since Sybil was three, but no one around her realized it, though the little girl's behavior was often puzzling. In fifth grade, she suddenly forgot how to do arithmetic. She doesn't know it, but she forgot her multiplication tables because an alter personality named Peggy Lou took over her body at age nine and attended school in Sybil's place. Then, two grades later, Peggy Lou suddenly vanished, leaving Sybil ignorant of everything her alter had learned. At the time the book begins, Sybil has no idea she has alters. All she knows is that she dissociates, or loses time, as she puts it. She ends up in strange places without the slightest idea how she got there. She discovers dresses in her closet that are not her style and which she does not remember buying. She finds herself chatting intimately with people she has no recollection of ever having met. Dr. Wilbur decides that the cause of this puzzling illness is some terrible thing done to Sybil during childhood, the memory of which she walled off into other personalities so that she would not have to deal with the pain. But what exactly happened? That's what, together, they need to figure out so that Sybil can integrate her personalities and be whole again. The only way to do that is for Sybil to remember the trauma, and Dr. Wilbur must help. Doctor Wilbur-